Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This episode was recorded prior to the SAG After Strike. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. I'm doing a play reading at my theater company, Iama, which Guillermo has worked with before. And I, I can't tell you how much scandal is just like in my, I don't know what happens when you do 120. Really? Why? Like it's in your because head? Like, like you're thinking about it a lot? Down, take a beat. Oh, like, fuck. And you're like, <laughs> maybe they're the ones that are bad at not speeding yeah, it up. Maybe it's them. them. No, I just feel like my internal clock is fast anyway. And yeah. so- It is. I just fit with scandal better than things that are slower. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, did you just come from there now? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fuck. I've been acting all day. Can't you tell? My voice is so warmed up. (laughs) Project to the back. Um, We should also say to our listeners that today happens to be 420. It's April 20th. So if y'all want to... Smoke it up. Put that smoke in the air while you're listening to this podcast. Oh, I am definitely getting fucked up tonight. When this episode airs, obviously it won't be 420. But right now, just know that it's 420 when we're recording it. I almost went and hit my bong, but I was like, no, let me not do that. Because then I'm just going to want to talk about food and eat the whole time. Wait a minute. We do that anyway. (laughs) I wanted to ask, is this your first 420 in the history of 420s where you haven't been stoned all day and you've been holding (sighs) off? Or do you shoot sometimes on 420 so you don't smoke? I shoot sometimes on 420. It happens all the time. You are one of the great kings of cannabis. (laughs) In pop culture. El rey de la mota. See, between the Chappelle show, Half Baked, and Weeds, let it be known also, listeners, 
I don't know if I've ever told this story on this podcast, but one time I go over to Guillermo's. Did I tell you this already? Have <laughs> oh, we shit. Said this? I don't think we did on the on the podcast, no. I go over to Scandal's Over. We're all having withdrawals from our friends and not seeing them every day. And I'm like, I'm going to go over to G's house. I'm going to hang out like on a Friday. And I have childcare till four o'clock. So like we're all good. And I go into your house and I go into your scary cave dwelling thing. Yes. The secret room. And... You're like, well, let's smoke. And his secret room is fucking amazing, right? It has a dope TV. It has a fridge in there that has like kombucha that are all different flavors and like amazing posters and scary stuff all around all the different collector's items he has from horror movies. And it's red painted walls. There's a bookcase with a secret door. Yes, it's amazing. And you're like, do you want to smoke? And I was like, yeah, of course. And you take out a huge bong. And thank you for being such a gentleman because you offered me like a little baby bowl, like one hitter. <laughs> thank you. I so appreciate you it because been... I got so fucked up from just your weed in the Yo, bowl. You would have face planted for sure. Oh, no. Call an ambulance. <laughs> brain broken. We don't come back from this. <laughs> you would have like, gone home and just like eaten everything. All oh those God, pretzels Adam that Adam's preparing. Said, I'm really Forget fucked it. up. We're having a day. <laughs> G just smoked me up. I cannot drive like this. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to let loose, man. Right? Sometimes you just got to like Sometimes relax you just gotta and fucking let loose. have fun. I have not been high in a good long time. I don't know why. I don't know what really? that's saying about my current state of affairs. My anxiety has been off the charts. Katie, me too. I think everyone's, you know how many friends of mine are like, oh my God, I'm really going through it. I just feel like overwhelmed right now. I have some existential moments where I'm like, what is life? Everyone's going to die. We're all going to die. Oh my God, What is the meaning for any of this? Listen, and the world is in flux right now. It's in (sighs) chaos. It's literally in chaos politically and everything. Of course, we're all feeling anxious. I feel so anxious. And when I do, I get scared about smoking <sighs> weed. Yeah. It could go one of two ways, right? Like it Same. could either make yeah. it so much better and I have fun and I feel a release and I feel like a perspective shift, which yes. is so helpful. Or it goes down a dark, terrible turn yes. where everything becomes even worse, where it's like, holy fuck, we're going to die. Yeah. I'm going to die. I'm not going to see my children. Yes. My parents are going to die. Everyone's yeah. sick. The whole world is sick. And then you're high. <laughs> so you're like, oh, God. Why yeah. is the point of any of this? Like, yeah. why are we even yeah. here? Yeah. And then I start just being like. Yeah, you spiral. Spiral. I'm the same. I'm not that guy that could be anxious or feel down or whatever and be like, yo, I want to get high. I can't do that because for me, it accentuates the negative. I can, uh, I only like to smoke if I'm feeling really good, if yeah. I'm in a positive headspace, if I'm feeling, you know, up and happy. Same. Like if I'm not, I can't smoke. Like I could drink, I could have a drink if I'm feeling down or whatever. And it, me too. it sort of puts me into a little zen, you know, chill place, but weed is different. Have you ever done ayahuasca? No, I haven't. I haven't either. I'm intrigued by it, but I'm also like, I'm also a little bit scared because it's a long trip, right? Isn't it like a seven, eight hour trip or more? Yeah, and there's throw up and duty involved for some people. You have to have an angel and you like drink a tea and then you puke. But like some people have such out of body, like I understand the meaning of life and see like yeah, really what this is all about. And they like go to a different plane. And some mm-hmm. people there's like some people who have like psychotic breaks and they like never come back. I feel like. Oh, Jesus bad. Christ. See, that would be, I feel like that would be me. 
That would so be me. Have you ever done LSD or acid? No, hell no. I haven't Same either. thing. Same thing. I'd be so scared of that shit. I'm so fucking old school and cheap. I'm like, yo, give me my fucking wine, beer, vodka, whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, and I'm straight. I'm good. And give me my one hit on a joint, like a yeah. two hits on a really nice joint. Yeah. Like, we good. Same. Like, I've been doing the same shit since I was 14 Fuck years that shit. old. I'm like, not trying to experiment with some new high caliber, like, 2023 stuff. No. No I way. Can't. It's too scary. Remember when we were emailing back and forth? I was like, oh, shit, oh, it's yeah. 420. I would have already been smoking. but if, The first you know. email of, like, we have a very special guest today. Let it be known. And we got him today. And Guillermo quickly wrote back, like, oh, my God, it's, it's fucking 420. 420. Like, is that not in a national holiday in your household? <laughs> we shouldn't be working. Oh, man. But the guest is so worth it. The guest oh, is God. so worth it. The guest can go down in history as one of the all-time, all-favorite characters on Scandal. I did a deep dive researching our dude that's going to be on. And Homeboy has done 180 films and television projects and still counting. I have so many questions to ask him because I want to know how he got the part, how he created the part. Uh, Yeah. Here's the most fucked up thing about his part is that he was mimicking in a lot of ways. Someone that would go from the host of The Apprentice to the president of the fucking United States. Yeah. I'm just like, how does he feel playing this character that was poking fun, making games, all of this stuff at this fucking joke of a man? Yes. Who ended up that the joke was on us, people. Yeah, it sure was. The joke was on us. Fucking egg on all our faces. Egg on (laughs) all our faces. And interestingly enough, he also played Julius Caesar at the public theater and the the theme or the... Yeah, the parallel that they were making was that Julius Caesar was Trumpian. Yes, correct. (laughs) And people lost their minds. Oh my God. Lost their minds. So Greg Henry, whoop, (laughs) god damn it we can't keep his name out of our mouths we can't the one and only most spectacular greg henry who created the one and only henry gleggle henry thank god we're not stoned right now (laughs) right Um, we're not even i no created the one and only hollis doyle and let it be known that hollis doyle was created or was on the televisions of, of America before he who shall remain nameless became yes. president. Yes. Can you believe that? Before he even put his name in the bid. Years yes. before. Yes. I mean, Hollis yes. Doyle was a character from season one. Yeah. And that's when yeah. start, shit started to get really weird and people started to yeah. be like, does Shonda know yes. more than what like the public knows? Like, Forget ripping things out of the headlines. She's ripping shit from from back from the future. She's ripping yes. shit into the present from the future. Like, what like, the fuck? What the fuck? <clears throat> yeah. It was so wild. Ugh. Did he know he was Trumpian? Did he just do that on his own? Was he just like a Republican oil douchebag? Like Greg Henry is in the house. Oh my <laughs> you have not aged a day. Right? I have just watched an episode of you from um, 2013, yeah, literally 10 shit. years ago. It's hard to believe that. I was listening to <laughs> right? uh, I was listening to you guys with Shonda on the on the first one, which was great. The show was great. I learned 
a lot. So that's where I first heard 10 years. I was like, oh, my. Right? Oh. Like, where does the time go, man? Well, you know, COVID really fucked it up in that, like, multiple years were eaten that were like, what happened? Mm-hmm. We don't know. And we still don't know what's going on. But Greg Henry... Thank you for doing wow, this, A. Pleasure. B, listeners, he's wearing the coolest hat. It's like a cabbie hat. I like, yeah. I call him yeah, a cabbie yeah. hat. It's, that's my side hustle now, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Can yes. you tell us, we need to know the origin story of Hollis Doyle. Like, did you audition? How did you build this character? Had you ever been on Shondaland shows before? Tell us the Hollis Doyle creation story. Well, you know, I'm kind of in the dark about it in a way. I mean, um, the part of Hollis was just offered to me. (gasps) You know, I had done one lowly episode of Grey's Anatomy a few years before. I played a doctor who was the mentor to Meredith Grey's mother, which, of course, that would have been Kate Burton eventually. Burton. Yes. But this was way wow. back in time, this episode. Shonda knew who I was there, but I think Linda. Lowy, the casting director, just loved you? Yeah. Well, you know, she did at that point in time. You know, she offered it to me. I think I remember her talking about a show I did a few years before called The Riches on FX. Oh, yeah. And I played uh, this drug-addicted, rich, good old boy. So maybe that's what put it together for her in in her mind. Yeah, I was saying earlier, Greg, you have done quite a bit of work. I mean, I did a little bit of research and you've done over 180. Did you know this about yourself? 180 films and television projects. Yeah. So listen, the the scandal folks knew who you were, obviously. And also, let me just say really quickly, you've worked on six Brian De Palma films. Yeah. You have been in Scarface, Body Double, Raising Cain, Femme Fatale, The Black Dahlia, Casualties of War. You are my fucking hero. (laughs) Like, what What the hell? Oh, yeah. We look into Guillermo Diaz as a horror movie obsessor. Guillermo, of 180 uh, credits that the incredible Greg Henry has done, how many horror films? Can we just talk about the one horror film that's one of my favorite films? It's called Slither. Yeah, baby. It has the best special effects that I have ever seen in a fucking movie. Wait, what are they? Tell me what they are because I hate horror movies and I've never seen it. It's like a, a small town that's taken over by uh, an alien plague. Oh. It's sort of a cross between Jabba the Hutt and then the creature from a film called Basket Case. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Basket Case. Nope. And who's the lead actress that's in the film? She's Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's Elizabeth Banks. My God. Greg Henry, yes, you've yes. worked with everyone. Like, yeah. So when you get the part of Hollis Doyle, did the first time you try him on, was it at a table read or was it when you showed up on set and you weren't invited to the table? Like, what do you remember it? No, it was it was the table read. And that's where I met everybody, everybody uh, all at once. As you know, those table reads are epic. I mean, uh, epic. so it was quite the meet and greet. Did you know he was going to have like a Southern accent? Did you know you were going to make the Hollis Doyle we all know and love today? Or was it, I can't remember. Well, I can't remember the exact description that was in the script, but it, but it was described that he was a, you know, that he was an oil billionaire from Texas. Yes. 
So I had a couple of good old boys in mind uh, that I have known over the years. So I kind of stitched them together a little bit and went in there and read the lines. You're all over season one and you are all over season two. I mean, you are. Yeah, you are at the table with the Goonies. You're you're at the table of Nosferat. It's like you, Olivia. (laughs) Verna, Verna, Melly, Melly yeah. and Cyrus, and you're rigging the election. The Illuminati, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> the Illuminati. That's uh, what they were called uh, in the scripts. Uh, now, talk to us. The Trump of it all was that like something sure. that came later, or like? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I think was so it just too. a coincidence? I don't think so. I mean, I, I remember you were asking Shonda about the way. Uh, things were sort of predicted within the show of yeah. things coming true from, uh, you know, AI to it's like she's writing the news. Yeah, it, it yeah. was. Um, but that came way later. And that was like season five that that stuff began. And I was gone for a whole couple of seasons in there right, and right. Uh, came back for that. And I didn't know when I was coming back, whether it was going to be just that or not, although there was an election coming up, but I didn't know how it was going to fit in. And then, and then you saw him sort of slide into, into Trumpianism, you know, uh, <laughs> which was cool because, you know, let's face it, Hollis is, is a pretty big asshole. He's very so, bad. Uh, yes, he's yes, a pretty yes. big asshole, but my God, <laughs> I, I literally Googled Hollis Doyle's five craziest most Trump like quotes from Scandal. No way. I yeah, love yeah, it. yeah. I mean, there are so many sites. I mean, look, about divorced women to Melly. Here's one. Divorce suits a woman well. I can see it in your hips there. You're leaner and meaner. <laughs> you slap that figure onto match.com, the men will come running. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. These writers, they just wrote. It's crazy. Oh. And this one about being rich. I got money, Republican money, the kind of money that wins elections. And just like it is with dating, I want to spend it on a gal who I think's going to put out for me. You going to put out for me, Melly Grant, or are we just going to rub jeans together and leave here frustrated? Oh, fuck yeah. That was all from That's that same so scene. Good. Both those lines are from that same scene. Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. Like, I, so oh, my God. Good. But then also so many racist, like amazing, like so many things about anti-immigration and, you know, oh, yeah. calling now let's dig into the issue issue of them freeloading illegals like i'm just reading these questions it's un- you do such a great job of not judging him honestly and what i love so much especially in the episode we're going to talk to today is this is really hollis doyle's episode where we see him being vulnerable and like he's a person yes for the first time yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you did such a beautiful job of not poking fun or judging and I feel the same way honestly with Sally Langston like your two characters god the joke lines they would give you oh man it was I felt so lucky I was so lucky you know it's like you're talking about the first episode and uh, I sort of start with Jeff in the White House we're talking about something and you know what's going on in Iran and things like that and then Melly comes up pregnant and walks up into the scene and he's like, look at you, as pleased and plump as a deer tick on a prize bull. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So fucking funny. I'm dying to know which writer in the writer's room really took Hollis. Because, I mean, I couldn't right? do, I'm sure there's not every writer could really nail that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I, uh, but man, they just wrote me. 
Such a great part. So, so funny and so smart. And it, and it was able to change in this way that was like, because he, he, he pretty clear about how he plays the game early on, you know? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Dirty. Real dirty. Dirty. Yeah, real dirty. But but they always had this sort of gloss that they put on it with the humor that he had, you know? Mm-hmm. Even the racist stuff was a little lighter, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. but then, yeah. then it got into finding out what was wrong with him as a candidate, and they found out that he was like, you know, really horrible. Um, yeah. What did they find out? I don't remember. What did they find oh, out? Oh, he was hanging out with a bunch of, you know, former sort of KKKers, racists. And, oh, oh, that's not good. Shit. Went on hunting parties with them and, you know, oh, things geez. like that. All right, that's not great. That's yeah. not great. That's not no. great. No. We'll be right back, guys. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Wait, another question for you really quick, and then we want to dive into the episode. Do you have top few memories of the show for when you were offset or any like of your favorite memories when you were on set? Well, you know, I, 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 I don't. I just have a, always such a general sense that I was always welcomed there and so appreciated and, and loved by kind of everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just a warm place to be. Yeah. And and when you come in as a, you know, as a guest star, even one that is supposed to recur, that's eh, not always the case, you know? Yeah. Um, and so yeah. you really appreciate it when it, when it does happen. I have, I have a favorite memory of you, Greg, of you being on Scandal, and it's you eating 1,000 hush puppies <laughs> in this episode Ooh. and eating... Uh, 
You eat with such relish, such enthusiasm. You're a good eater. We talk about, you know, actors that eat really well on camera, and you're one yeah, of those. Yeah. But I remember, me and Katie have talked about this before, how in one of these scenes in this episode, you had to keep eating these fried hush puppies, right? Yeah. Well, I, got, I get the feeling that Ron, uh, it was Ron Underwood directed. I think, I think he was kind of just messing with me after a while. You know what I <laughs> it mean? Was like, you got to eat another I one. Mean, he's got like it covered from like, well, let's get it from here. Let's get it from down here. Let's get it. Let's be yeah, 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 like, going oh, in. You know, it was, uh, yeah. it just never stopped. Like Guillermo said, I think it's such a testament to a good actor when they're just like, really fucking eating and not just like pushing some salad around on a plate. Oh, don't you hate that? I yeah. hate it when you see a scene oh. and somebody's like moving it over I here and over there and the scene has been like 15 minutes long and not a bite has been taken. Oh, I hate that. It's yeah. ridiculous. Jeez. Okay, today on Unpacking the Toolbox, we are talking about episode 217 titled Snake in the Garden, which aired on March 28th in 2013. It was written by Ramla Mohammed, directed by Ron Underwood. It was guest starring Greg Henry as Hollis Doyle, Scott Foley as Jake Ballard, George Newbern as Charlie Joe, Morton as Mysterious Man, Kurt Fuller as Graydon Osborne. Sharmila Devar as Lauren Wellman, Sonia Rockwell as Trixie, Melinda McGraw as Deborah Clarkson, and Andrea Bowen as Maybell Doyle. And a little bit of the synopsis starting off. Let's see how Greg Henry does. Hollis Doyle, the most unlikely person to ask for Olivia's help, becomes top priority for the OPA team when his daughter gets held for ransom. David Rosen might be in the middle of some trouble, and Olivia gets threatened by Graydon Osborne as she continues to point fingers at him for being the mole. Meanwhile, Huck continues to train Quinn on how to be a super spy, and the mystery of Jake Ballard thickens as he plays fast and loose with the truth in his relationships with both Fitz and Olivia. After Osborne's dismissal and sudden suicide, we learn that Jake and, and a mystery man staged the whole thing. Damn, I think Greg Greg shot us out of the he 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 did it, man. Greg he did it. Henry, you got that with your eyes closed, my uh, friend. You, uh, you know, you just remember that Hollis had to, to speak quickly, and most people with this accent don't. <laughs> That's true. I know. Yeah. Some That's do. kind of a real juxtaposition. Uh, so this episode, I freaking love it. And the winning scenes of this episode are all there's so much Greg Henry genius to remind you guys, like we already said, you show up at OPA. David is at OPA. He's sleeping in the office because he's scared for his life. Somebody broke into his apartment and we've got a new client. It's Hollis Doyle and his ex-wife, who she was great. Oh, oh she was great. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they come in hysterical. Well, Hollis really isn't, but their daughter has been kidnapped for ransom and Hollis thinks is a stunt that his daughter is trying to pull for money because she's a drug addict and a car thief and a total piece of shit. But <laughs> but Hollis says, I want her back, but I will not pay a cent. Do you remember shooting any of these scenes? Do I remember? Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of remember them. The food was one thing, you know, I had to do all that eating. But it was also sort of the first time for Hollis to be uh, playing at OPA. Yes. Yeah, so... So that was fun to see how you guys worked on the inside there. And it was always fun when when characters like your character interacted with my, with Huck and with Quinn and with like Harrison because we didn't usually bump into each other on the show. So it was always so much fun when one of those characters would come to OPA. And this whole this episode, most of your scenes were in OPA. I think pretty much all of them, right? Yeah, except for the the hospital. I think I was, there was a, like a yeah. couple, couple yeah, yeah, yeah. of scenes oh, in the yeah. hospital. She was great, too. She sends this uh, ransom video where she's like, this is the bank 
great number. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is how you wire the money, daddy. Yeah. And you're like, and is like, perfectly legible. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. I want proof. <laughs> what excites me so much also about this episode is we finally see Quinn like getting good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like under Hawk and he's like, let's look at the ransom video. What do you hear? Close your eyes. Like, it's not just about the lighting of the video. And I'm I'm like getting all super spy like and Quinn's getting yeah. really, really good at it. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's fun to watch. You guys relationship is wonderful. It was really building a lot in this episode. Oh, and Quinn gets to drive. I wrote, I was like, oh, that's right. look at me fake driving. <laughs> right, which is never really driving, right, on your camera. There, There's like a truck pulling the car, and you just have to act yeah. like you're driving. And those scenes are always so much fun, because then you just get to chill in the car, right? Yeah, I love you. Just sit the whole time and <laughs> just do little acting, because you can't really yeah. do, like, big, big acting yeah. in a car, because you're sort of stuck in a little window. But then what was so crazy about this storyline is that it's completely ripped from a real scandal. Jean-Paul Getty. Do you know this? What? Oh, my baby's here. I didn't know that. J.P. Getty, who was the son of the Italian oil Mm. family worth billions of dollars, was kidnapped when he was like 16 or something and kidnapped and held in a basement for ransom for his family and his family wouldn't give any money, I think, because they had other children and grandchildren. And they were like, if I give one dollar, it's just going to send the message that That's they right. can kidnap any of our kids and will always pay. Right. What they did was told him to drink a bunch of wine or something and and like get fucked up because we're about to cut off your fucking ear and we're going to mail it to your family. What? Yep. And they did it. Did they do it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's only got one ear. Yeah. He's only, He's got, only one got one ear. <laughs> they got his ear and they sent it and his family sent the money after the ear was sent. But the guy, I'm pretty sure, had a pretty the after they got the money, I think as the story goes, they just threw him on the side of the street and someone found this sixteen year old kid like walking oh, down the side shit. of the street with like a bleeding ear, having no idea where he was, and he was so messed up and traumatized and and correct me if I'm wrong, any of the producers listening, but in my mind, I think he actually did deal and struggle his whole life with like major drug addiction and things like that. That sounds like right. after the end of time. Right. Well, I would have too. I mean, come on. Yeah, right? As you would. <laughs> so like this whole episode is completely I mean, other than she to blow the low, you know, to blow the blow it, blow it. She faked the ear cutting. Yes. I love that scene, too, where you're like the thing. Everything is like done. And no, Huck's back there with the ear. Yes. Going, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And he's holding it up and figuring out how it was cut. And, and he's holding it up to Quinn's ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He figures out that the cut of the ear is sort of serrated. He realizes that, you know, if another person was doing it, they would have had good leverage and cut the ear cleanly off. I love that scene, too, because it's like, oh, Quinn's a freak. Quinn's a freak. Like, the other people <laughs> in the scene are like, ew, that's where we What are you eat. doing? Yeah. And like, gross. You can't have a fucking ear here. And I'm like, ooh, no, put it next to my head. I want to see what yeah. it's on to. <laughs> but I love Hollis. They gave Hollis Doyle, like... There's the scene between Hollis and Quinn. Obviously, Quinn hates Hollis Doyle because of Cytron blow up and he ruined her entire life and killed Jesse yeah. Tyler. Yeah. But there's a beautiful scene where you're standing in Quinn's office and you're like, I just want my baby back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I fucked up. Like I really messed up. Yeah. Yeah. He had a real and he's moment. He's crying. Of- 
of conscience and and guilt, you know, blaming himself, you know. He said he doesn't know what happened, but he but he does says, say that he let her down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a real moment of conscience there. It was, uh, oh, and my God, Greg Henry, I'm pretty sure you turned straight to camera and got like one tear kind of rolling down your face. <laughs> like only a real pro who has right? 180 credits on their IMDb can do. Uh, well, <laughs> like I was like, holy so shit, good. this guy yeah. can act. Uh, but it was, it was so cool, though, too, story-wise, that then, you know, Huck overhears Quinn leaving a message for her father kind of ties everything together. It really does. It really does. And then the other huge emotional scene for Hollis where we see Hollis being so different is towards more the end of the episode when after Hollis has, I mean, G takes the ear and sort of measures it up and Hollis like runs into the hospital and is like, my baby, we got the wired runner. She's back. We're good. And comes in with flowers. And she's gone. Maybelle is gone. And then She's calling a cab because she thinks she has the money. We learn that she kidnapped herself and it's all tied up with a bow. And then we realize. Guess who the cab driver is? Who's the cab (laughs) driver? Yeah. The theme of today's episode is cabbies, y'all. Cabbies. That's it. Huck picks her up, takes her back to Olivia's office. And my God, that scene kills me. It's awful. Oh, my God. Hollis is sitting across from her and is like, you have to choose like right here, right now. Family or money. Yeah. Oh, so heartbreaking. It is. Do you remember shooting that or not really? Yeah, I I do remember that scene. It was like kind of perfectly sparsely written, uh, you know, and uh, it was uh, Maybell was really good, too. You know, she was I I forget who who, she was amazing. She was wonderful, yeah, but she was amazing. Her name is Andrea Bowen. My God, mm-hmm. she was perfect. Yeah. yeah, but she and Melinda, it was like, and and then Carrie being in the scene, it was like really well set up. I don't think it took us a long time to really do. You know, it, it was all there on the page. Uh, I remember being in that scene, and you could see it. I mean, it's on, it's in the episode. And whenever they cut to Huck, I'm like almost welling up. Like it was it, to watch you guys work. The woman that played your wife, her work was just so Melinda, so emotionally heartbreaking. And I remember just f- feeling so emotional watching you guys. It was just so good. It was those moments. Do you guys ever have those moments when you're acting, and then you're like, oh shit, I'm watching. The other actor, the work is so good that I'm getting too caught up in it instead of being, you know, in the skin of the character I'm playing. And that kept happening in the scene. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you were like so watching. Good. Yeah, I was just watching and like, ugh. God, that used to happen to me on Scandal all the time where I'd be like watching Carrie or watching Guillermo and I'd be like, oh <laughs> shit, I'm supposed to talk. Yes. <laughs> Wait, it's my line. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's my line. Is there any other, I'm trying to think, gee, any other scenes in this episode that majorly stuck out? I mean, the biggies for oh, me are my God. all the Hollis Doyle biggies. It's the yeah. ear. It's you emotional in Quinn's office. It's you with your daughter at the end. It's you eating hush puppies from now until the end of time. <laughs> yes. Oh, but then there's also a nice Olivia, Jake, makey, 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 outie, outie, sexy, sexy time. There is that. Yes. And there's also a scene between Melly and Fitz. Where she's trying to convince him that the children, you know, probably won't come to visit and That's a good all of scene, that. Yeah. And he's hooked on the whiskey, too. And she's like, you, you reek of whiskey every time the children are around and they can smell it on you. It's such a powerful scene. She's so wonderful in it. And so is yeah. Tony. I love the direction on the scene where you guys are like 
you're doing your spy thing and you find, you find the warehouse where Maybell was from and you, and you actually find the room and you're looking around the room and we're all discovering, well, there's the, there's the curtains. And then, yes. But where's Maybell? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, where's Maybell? And it goes, well, she was here. And it cuts to the, cuts to the bloody. The bloody cot. <laughs> oh, she definitely ear. was here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me laugh when I saw it. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> I do have distinct memories of the scene where they've wired half the money and Olivia Pope says, we'll wire you the other half with proof of life. You know, we'll tell you where. And Maybell's like, no, 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 I'll give you the address. And she gives us this address of this abandoned sort of gas station. And I remember shooting the scene because it was me, G and Carrie. And we show up and Hawk is like the guard dog. And I'm there just because I'm a baby spy. And out jumps Maybell as if she she did such a great job. I remember as if she was pushed out. Yeah, like she was pushed out. She was pretending <laughs> like she had been pushed by oh, yeah. her abductor. There probably was a PA back there pushing her. And she jumps out and Carrie's on the phone and she's like, I see her, I see her, it's confirmed. And Harrison is like, done, done, sending the other half of the money. And Olivia is saying to her like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, come to us, come to us, you're safe now, you're safe. And Huck has these amazing lines underneath his- He's like, let me get him. He's like, let me get him, I can still get him. I can. Huck, get him. Carrie's like, yeah, Olivia's yeah. like, no, no, stand down, Huck. Like, no, oh, and he's like, mm-hmm. I got it, there's still time, I could fucking take him. And then she runs into her arms. But I remember shooting that scene and it's nighttime- And we're pulling into this like abandoned gas station and this girl is abducted and we get her and we throw her into the car and we sort of like peel off and it's so high stakes and Olivia is screaming on a phone. And I do remember at that point being like, whoa, I'm on a really fucking cool show. Like, like when I auditioned, I thought I was on like a really fast talking, like political women empowered, like procedural case of the week. Like I had no idea I was going to be on something that was like dark and edgy and action packed at times yeah. and like yeah. there was going to be abduction you know like i just didn't know yeah you know what i remember i remember they had soup that day do you remember that katie i loved when they had soup they had made like three different pots of soup of course it all goes back to the food <laughs> Guillermo and i talk about food 95 uh, percent so of this good. podcast i get it i get it are you a snacker on set or are you a joe morton where he doesn't eat like he barely eats all day because he doesn't want to waste energy to digestion oh, no, just... i have to use so much willpower i'm like basically like swatting my own hand half the time <laughs> they bring in those crispy creams i'm like oh shit shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we will be back with more after the break Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Some fun facts about this episode is that guest star Melinda McGraw played the second wife of Leroy Jethro Gibbs on NCIS, but fun fact is that Darby Stanchfield actually played the same character's first wife on NCIS. Wow. So that character has a thing for redheads. Oh, yeah. I guess. Right? That must be it. Sounds like it. And then both Greg Henry and Josh Molina had to eat a ton of food during the filming of this episode. Greg ate over 50 hamburgers <laughs> and Josh ate 20 bowls of Fruit Loops, which he then threw up. <laughs> <laughs> Not the whole hamburger. You take a few bites and then we'd cut and then they bring you yeah. another burger. Yeah. And now wait, question, Greg, are you on Twitter? And I think you are. I am. Yeah, I'm on yeah. Twitter. Did you join Twitter during this time of the show when we were all on it? You know, the thing that was so great, one of the many things so great about the Scandal family and everything was because you would have these parties, that you know, at Jeff and Linda's most often. And, yeah. uh, and you'd watch the show so that you could then tweet while you watched the show when it was actually being aired. And I just took part of the great food and camaraderie of those parties. And I was like, nah, I'm Twitter. I, what? I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's not for me. And, and truthfully, no one ever said, you got to do this. It wasn't until the final episode of season two that we did the live reading of Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, when she says dad and the place goes nuts. Uh, nice. It was crazy. It wasn't until that episode that, that I got I got somebody to assist me to become a part of Twitter. And that was the first time that I ever sort of tweeted. And I did a couple of things that I thought were sort of holacy and never very comfortable with it. But, I, but I've tried, uh, uh, you know. Same, same. Yeah. They just took our blue checks away. Did it actually happen? Yeah, it happened today. They all just disappeared. I was like, oh. Yeah. But I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard this yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just took everyone's blue checks away, and you have to pay for it if you want it, if you want it back. Yeah, that's that's what they were threatening to do. And I, I looked earlier this morning. They hadn't done it yet. But the whole reason that's there is because uh, – and Adam helped me a lot with this, actually. I went on the Twitter, and all of a sudden, there was somebody claiming to be me. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And all of a sudden, they realized another one, they just kept happening. Oh, no. And so, we got ABC. Adam sort of called up, I think it was Christina Fleischer or something like that. Nice, or Adam Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. Christina, to get it get it all rectified. To get it all rectified and to have me verified as, as a person, yeah. as an actor, and as a Twitter being. Yeah. So. Wow. Now we're common folk again. Well, that brings us to... 
Tweets of the time. Tweets of the time. Y'all ready to listen? Yeah, yeah. That song keeps evolving. And Greg Henry, you're a big singer, songwriter, musician. Huge. I am. I do that. Yeah. We need a little Tweets of the Time jingle. That's what we need. I don't know. You, you, you seem to have that covered. I don't know. <laughs> but we read some because Twitter was such a huge part of our world that Greg Henry joined Twitter himself. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to read a few of these in our closing. DC Cowgirl Forever tweeted, How stupid am I not to see the ending coming? Jake was not upset when the CIA director was harassing Olivia. Hashtag scandal. Oh, right. Yeah. That's part of the episode we didn't talk about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Jake sort of. Well, he's watching Olivia. He has the yeah, cameras he's watching in Olivia, her But then doesn't he apartment. pin the mole on Osborne? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. Him and Papa Pope. And Papa Pope, who comes yes. in at the end, the mysterious man, he comes in at the end. And Jake has sort of framed Osborne to be the mole. And Osborne is going to go down. He gets fired and all of that. And Correct, Amundo. Jake is all in with Fitz. Okay. At... JQ Abroad, who's the Jamaican Queen MBA on March 29th, tweeted, how many of you would lose an ear and your family for $20 million? Hashtag scandal. I would lose an ear for $20 million. I don't know. I don't know if I would. Would you? You can get a nice prosthetic device for about two, <laughs> two million, I yeah, think, something like I that, agree. you know? <laughs> and you're a real musician. So for him to say it and lose his ear, I feel like we're good. Right. Let's see. At Renee Rico tweeted, you know, there's a podcast for scandal, right? Very fun. <gasps> Betsy Beers used to do a podcast oh that we would all come on. And I was a guest on it. I'm oh, sure yeah? you were too, Katie. Oh, yeah. And I she would do it too. from her this office is... at Sunset Gower. That's and right. we'd come on oh, for an hour. She'd have different I... guests. Yeah. Did you do it, Greg? I didn't do it. She was talking to me. They were talking to me about doing it, but then I was I was gone. I think in Vancouver Busy or something. Working. I couldn't and I couldn't do it. Yeah. You were doing film 164. Your agents better be damn <laughs> grateful for you, Greg Fuck Henry. Yeah. This could you could you put that in a song, I'm please? Call <laughs> their asses up and whistle real loudly and let them know what an absolute gem, one of a kind talent and stand up guy yes. they have. Oh, I'm so grateful that Greg Henry was all of our Hollis Doyles. We are. We are. Ugh. Oh, it's been so much fun. It's so much fun to see you guys and to talk with oh, you. And, you too, uh, I miss you. Where well, are you in the world? Where I'm are you? I'm in LA. I'm in LA. And are you still writing so much music, singing, performing? Yeah, there's a, you know, as a songwriter, you add my middle name. It's Greg Lee Henry. And so you can go to any place that sort of streams the music and find my songs. All right. We love All you, right. Greg Henry. We love Thank you, Greg. you so much Thanks for listening. For love and you coming on. Also, I just want to tell you guys, how excited we are. We are getting to the end of season two. What the hell? And I just want to tell you that next week, what is our next episode called, Guillermo? Do you know? Oh, I, don't know. I think it's, oh, no, no. It's Molly, you and Danger Girl. <gasps> oh, my God. That's we, our next. Oh, so God. our next episode is called Molly, you and Danger Girl. It's Which a good one. <laughs> the best throwback line for a title from... What was the movie, G? A ghost, ghost from Ghost. Starring Tony Goldwyn, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, and Whoopi Goldberg. Molly, yeah. you in danger. Danger girl. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review. Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.